You are now tuned into Reckless Talk with Rekit Rea. I'm your host, Rekit Rea, and this is episode 23. I'm going to get straight to it. I ain't going to beat around no bush. The name of this episode is called Not So Sweet Heat, and the focus of this episode is to give you guys a glimpse of my experience in Miami, Florida at Sweet Heat. I don't know about y'all. I don't know if y'all know. Sweet Heat is one of the most epic popping all girls events in the country i have never been to sweet heat in my life and it was only fitting i believe last february not last february this february um uh instagram friend that i have her name is biscuit never met her before um, I believe she lives in Texas. We literally connect over IG. We, you know, good vibes, nothing weird. She's like, um, kind of like aggressive femme like me. So it was really just a friendship, like a bromance. And I remember her hitting me up in February. And this is when Sweet Heat really just started. Um, well, I started seeing the advertising and you know she fuck with me from ig she know i'm crazy and i'm with whatever and she literally just hit me up randomly and she was like yo Rhea, you want to go to sweet heat mind you i never met this girl before i never even spoke to her on the phone i ain't even gonna lie to y'all this is just how epic my life is and how deep my connections are and um she hit me in my dm and she goes Rhea, you, you want to fuck with this i just looked at it i looked I said, I ain't never been to Sweet Heat. I've been to Miami several times, but I've never been for an event, especially all women's event. I was like, yes, I want to go. So it, it, I didn't even think about it. Like, as with everything this year that I've manifested for myself, if I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And literally, she hit me up that night. I believe the next day, hotel and flight was booked. We going to Miami. Fuck it. We out. <laughs> like, that's the way I've been living life. And, you know, I, I'm not impulsive and I'm not like that with everything. But I do believe in enjoying life. Anybody that follows me, anybody that knows me, it's a short life. We only have one life. You got to enjoy that shit. So when Shorty hit me up and she was just like, Ray, are you ready? I'm like, next day we was booked ready. We going to Sweet Heat in May. I was excited um so everything is a go you know this is february now we're getting to march still anticipating sweet heat we get to april still anticipating and by this time let's say early april sweet heat page is starting to you know post things and promote and you know everybody's coming from different cities all over the fucking country so they're like you know post what city you coming from post your name post that you come in i'm excited i've never been to no shit like this especially after having my show you know i got a little buzz i'm feeling myself a little bit so i'm like I. Right. so i go under the sweet heat page and i'm like post i post a quick little message like uh, my name is Rekit Rea, coming from New York City, ready to have a good time, up and coming podcaster, blah, blah, blah. Cool. That same day, a lot of women from different states and different places hit me up and, you know, oh, hit me, let's link when you get down here. Uh, 
a bunch of women. And, you know, I wasn't thinking about Lincoln. I already know I'm going with my bro. We about to have fun. We about to turn the fuck up when we get, to, when we, you know, meet up in Miami. Um, there was one female in particular. She sent me a friend request and, um, she had liked my comment under the Sweet Heat page. So she ends up sending me a friend request and the next day, I didn't pay attention to the friend request. I, she sent me one. I sent her one as well. Cool. It was a few people from the Sweet Peach, the Sweet Heat page that, you know, we had sent friend requests to each other. So long story short, the next day, I get a DM from the same female that sent me the friend request. And her initial DM, this is how we started talking. Literally, she told me, she said, I binge listened to your show last night. She said, I saw you. She said, I saw your comment on Sweet Heat. She said, I clicked your page and I saw that she was a podcaster. She said, before the looks, the attraction, all that shit. She said, I saw that you was a podcast and I went and I took a listen to your show. She said, I watched, I listened to the first episode and I couldn't stop listening. And anybody that knows me, like I take my show very serious. This is my passion. This is my baby. This is everything. If you like me, <laughs> if you like me and you're trying to get in my pants you start talking about my show that's gonna get my fucking attention i like talking about my show and the way she spoke about my show i had never had a woman tell me that not only she binge listened she had questions from several episodes and she had deep meaningful questions and this is literally how we started talking we started talking about my podcast and she said i hope you don't think i'm weird i wrote down a few questions that i hope that i could ask you from a few different episodes of course you have my attention now i want to talk to her so i dm her back thank you so much for listening thank you for your support um what questions do you have she sends me a whole paragraph you know i wanted to know in this episode you were going through this how did you get through it how did you go through this you're coming out like she had real meaningful questions and i love that and then you know she sent me a little compliment like you're so funny you're entertaining she said i listened to you on my way to work and she was just like i told one of my friends about your podcast bonus points you telling people you getting my name out there i love that shit so I feel like initially she caught my attention from that angle, a very supportive, a very um, curious, a very, she had questions about me, about my life, about, you know, my opinions, and I love that shit. Um, So that's initially how we began talking, and um, we DM'd each other for, I believe, a, a day, and she was the first person to put her number in the dm and she let me know that she was actually at the time this was in early april she was visiting friends in atlanta she was originally from florida um and she was visiting friends in atlanta but she asked me you know to call her or text her because she was visiting friends and I don't, I didn't want that to be our initial conversation. I do remember I ended up texting her basically a very brief text. Hey, this is Rhea. Um, I wanted you to have my number two, save me. 
so she she texted me the first night we exchanged numbers we just texting very simply not getting too crazy um i remember her asking like the next day if we could talk on the phone she said i'm flying back home tonight and when i get home i would love to have um a phone conversation with you of course i'll i will never forget i believe she called me about 9 p.m our first phone conversation she called me about 9 p.m at night i stayed on the phone with this woman till about two three o'clock in the morning this is the first time i ever heard her voice this is the first time she ever heard my voice this is our first conversation from the moment she picked up that phone and said hello we had chemistry um i'm the kind of person yes attraction physical attraction definitely matters but if you can get me intellectually if you can get me mentally if we can have a conversation that doesn't um involve sex that doesn't involve uh, frivolous things that doesn't involve a physical attraction we could just talk about life and talk about real shit then you have me and from the first conversation we were just talking she was talking to me about my show we were talking about life we were talking about love we were talking about things that we've been through we were laughing i was making her laugh listen if you're talking to me and i don't make you laugh i really i think something's wrong with you because i love making people laugh like i live that is my love language making people laugh i want to make you laugh i don't care what i'm dealing with the hurt in my heart i love to make people laugh and i made her laugh so much and she just kept singing that first conversation she's like you're so witty and she's like you're funny without even trying like everything that comes out of your mouth is just like a punchline it's joke it's fun it's entertaining and i really wasn't even trying we were really just having really really good conversation very stimulating conversation you know about how we were raised and you know i besides the conversation some things that i initially noticed from the phone conversation she had a bit of an accent you know there were things that about her that i was very like attracted to she was very from the pictures that she sent me very attractive woman um my biggest red flag from the beginning was the fact that she was in florida but because i was going to sweet heat i was like she was going to sweet heat as well obviously we met off the sweet heat page i was like okay yeah like when i get down there i'm definitely gonna see you one time like i'm with that but it turned into something else and um just to give a little bit of background before i go into the horror story i am not fake i am honest i don't give a fuck i'm not gonna pretend like this woman didn't um attract me in ways mentally before we even met i literally stood on the phone with that woman that first night for hours and we talked about everything it ended with us switching the phone call to a facetime calls and i hate facetime anybody that know me know i do not facetime people but um i was so comfortable with her and so just i felt like myself and um we ended up facetiming each other facetime turned into the 
craziest craziest phone sex i ever had in my life this girl had me blown from the first conversation she went from talking to me about life love relationships god um spirituality um fucking business to literally fuck me over the phone and she had me hooked after that first conversation she had me hooked and from that first conversation in the beginning of april until sweet heat me and that woman spoke on the phone every single day um the only time we weren't speaking is if i was at work or she was at work we were literally inseparable on that phone and she did something to me she ignited something in me that i didn't even know i had i was always the kind of person i was against long distance relationships i was against talking to people because one of my love languages is physical touch if I can't touch you or see you when I want, <laughs> you know, I don't see how it will work. But she really had me reconsidering life. And I don't know what it was about her. It was just she was very soft. She was very vulnerable. She didn't mind sharing and exposing and letting me, you know, take that lead. And, you know, she, her energy just felt we were very comfortable with each other over the phone and she was in florida but when i tell you this woman made me feel like i was right there with her i'm talking about we facetime became our best friend she facetimed me when she was at the doctor she would facetime me when she was at the hair salon she facetimed me through uh fucking when she was getting tattooed like we literally she made me feel like I was a part of her everyday schedule, even though I'm in New York City and she's all the way in Florida. She had me hooked. And it went from me wanting to just see her one time when I get to Miami to I want to spend some time with you when I get to Miami. So the more we talked, the more we started planning things. And I'm like, when I get there, I'm going to take you on a date. And, you know, we're going to spend a little bit of time like not just a quick i'll see you at one of those parties because we were going to a lot of the same parties and i was like yeah i'll see you at the white party or i'll see you at this party and it became more so like nah i'm coming to miami to see you and it's so crazy how i went from going to miami a single bachelor with my homegirl who i know we was about to go out there to fuck shit up so i meet this girl on the sweet heat page and it becomes i'm coming out to miami to see you and um she lived in florida but she didn't live in miami florida she lived a couple of hours away so it turned into her also coming to miami to see me and we were good with that we was like listen we about to spend this whole fucking little trip together i don't give a fuck like i'm trying to see you every day because she had she had my mind and she really like she really she made me feel like that nigga like the way this woman spoke to me and you know the way that she would come home from work and she would call me and this woman was in florida she's calling me as soon as she gets over work she's asking me to wait up while until she gets off of work because she was a bartender and um she worked late i work mornings but i found myself missing sleep to wait for her to call me when she got home so we could stay on the phone talk about her shift you know smoke a l together on a facetime have some fucking phone sex and her phone sex was incredible it was different 
um i've never had phone sex that made me want the person so much she made me want her she was nasty but she was soft and submissive and she told me all these things she can't wait for me to do to her when i get to florida and that shit had me open i'm not gonna lie i was ready my engine was wrapped so now let's say we're three weeks in we three three weeks into talking and um what i liked about her she was a grown woman and she let me know she said listen i'm starting to feel you she said, I know you, you know, you're building your show, you're single, and you might be doing your thing in New York, but when you come to Florida, if anything, you know, happens between us, we're going to be together. She was like, I'm not going to be one of your chicks. I'm not going to be one of your little groupies. It got to the point, let's say a week before I met her, we were talking about how we going to make this relationship work that's how much i was feeling this woman before i met her in person uh we was on some shit like she knew that i was you know had hopes to move to the south she was helping me find places she was telling me what cities she's the one who helped me find the city i'm going to reside in when and god willing when i do move to atlanta this woman was doing footwork for me she was doing everything over the phone this is a phone relationship a woman i never met in my life and she was so supportive so encouraging and she was just like listen if you know after we meet and she was like we're gonna solidify this and we're gonna be together and you know you you said you're moving down here so that means i guess i gotta move to georgia and um we gonna figure this out and honestly i was I was open. I was optimistic. I was open. That's how much this woman had my attention just from the phone. And we spoke, I would say, for about a good three to four weeks before Sweet Heat. Every single day on the phone. Three to four weeks, really trying to get to know each other and really, really starting to feel each other. So let's say now we are a couple of days into sweet heat. And um, I remember something in particular happened. She already had her stuff booked. She was already coming with her friends. She had everything booked before um, me and her ever had an encounter. And I had everything booked before I had an encounter with her. And um, long story short, she ends up asking me, literally two days before i was set to fly in she yes she had gotten there a day ahead of me so she's booked into her room i still have my own room she's booked into her room she's there and i remember her calling me when she finally settled into miami she went to the original the meet and greet and she called me and she said listen this is gonna sound crazy but she said i want you to cancel your hotel room and i want you to room with me and initially i was totally against it i'm like listen we feeling each other and all that but we never met in person i don't know you like let's just keep it the way it is some nights you could sleep at my hotel some nights i would sleep at your hotel we'll just figure it out but i think i should just keep my room and she was totally against it she's like no babe like i want you to cancel your hotel i want you to stay with me and 
I had a, um, you know, me being a bachelor, I had a, a hotel room, a regular decent old, you know, a little decent something, something. But I knew I wasn't going to be in my hotel room like that because I want to be on a strip. I know I wanted to be outside. I was single. I was trying to look for women. Like, I'm not, I wasn't trying to book a hotel to be inside a fucking hotel room all day. So I had a nice little decent hotel room. But she had, being a girl, being extra, she had some fancy over the wall type shit balcony pool right literally right on the strip and i was just like she was i was like so of course i'm like won't you come stay with me tomorrow like i'm a very careful person i'm very uh calculated and i'm just like that's a big move like i i really was against it but against my better judgment i canceled my hotel room the day before I was set to land in Miami, I canceled my hotel room. I think they just did like a small cancellation fee, which it was cool. And I ended up like, they took out a small fee of the money that I had paid for the hotel. But I ended up just giving her, I I zelled her, you know, whatever I was paying for my hotel, I made sure I zelled it to her towards her hotel room even though she told me there's another thing i loved about her she was so independent she didn't mind taking when it came to finances she was very like giving and sharing and babe i got it and she was just like i don't need you to pay my hotel room is already booked she was just like i want you to stay with me like i want you with me i don't want you leaving parties going back to your hotel she was very like mindful like you're not coming out here to be with no other bitches like me and you fucking with each other now so that's it and i was just like damn like this shit turned from a boys trip vacation type shit with my bro to a fucking vacation like i'm going to sweet heat with a bitch how the fuck did that happen it wasn't supposed to be like that but i said okay fuck it i'm gonna just roll with the fucking punches because i'm feeling shorty i was like all right so we're gonna room together my flight was coming in the next day i was all packed i'm ready shorty was there already um she's facetiming me she's looking good she's speaking my love languages she got her hair the way i wanted it she got her nails my favorite color never met her she's doing everything i'm like damn i can't wait to get to miami like i remember the night before i left i was boarding my flight in the morning and we spent that night on the phone and it was just like babe i cannot wait to see you in person like we were like two teenagers who i cannot wait to see you in person babe i cannot wait oh babe i cannot wait to fuck you i cannot wait and she's just telling oh i can't wait till you get here i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do oh my gosh i was in love i can't wait go to sleep happy like yes can't wait for the morning can't wait to get on that motherfucking plane um i don't give a fuck about the sweet heat festivities anymore I just wanted to go see her. Um, long story short, I wake up that morning, getting ready, hit her up. She she was going to a event that Sweet Heat was having that day. My flight landed like mid evening, so I was like, "Babe, go enjoy your event. I'm gonna see you when I get off that plane." I'm just talking shit to her. I'm like, "When I see you, I want you to run into my arms." She's like, "Yeah, babe, I'm gonna run into your arms, pick me up, all that shit." I'm like, "Yeah, got you." Like, soon as I get off the plane, initially because she lived in Florida and she drove, um, 
she drove into Miami. She was like, do you want me to pick you up from the airport? But she had, she was going to an event. So I was like, no, nah, ma, like, enjoy your event. I'm going to take a cab to the hotel. She was like, I will meet you at the hotel because, remember, I canceled my hotel. Everything is in her name. And, um, you know, I got to let, she got to let me in the room when I get my suitcases, all that other shit, whatever. I lands at Miami International Airport, still excited, ready to see her. I ends up texting her, babe, you're going to pick me up? This was red flag number motherfucking one. Soon as I got off the fucking airplane, she texted me, babe, um, I can't come pick you up. I got too drunk at the party. I was like, no problem. You know what? We in Miami is a short life. She already started getting lit. I'm for it. All right, cool. So are you going to meet me at the hotel? She's like, yeah, I'm going to still meet you at the hotel. I was like, cool. I'm getting my Uber right now, and I'm on my way to the hotel. Pull up to the hotel. I let her know, hey, I'm coming up. I see her coming. Obviously, we FaceTime each other. I see what she looked like. This is our first time seeing in person. I see her coming up. And the first thing I noticed is she's drunk. And um, she had already told me she was at the party. She was getting lit. But when I saw her, she was drunk. That was red flag number one. And I'm going to tell y'all why. I'm all for having a good time getting lit. If I meet a person for the first time, someone that I'm considering dating or, you know, trying to see the potential in the future with them, I'm not going to be drunk. I might be a little, I have a drink to relax me. I might smoke to cool out my nerves, but I'm not going to be drunk. She was drunk from the fucking walk-in. I said, well, like I went to kind of pick her up and spin her around. I smell alcohol. She was very sloppy, um, slurring, not walking right. We, I remember we went to the room. You know, I kind of like started put, taking my shit out my, um, taking my shit out my suitcase, putting my bags away type shit. And Shorty's laid out on the bed, fucked up, and I'm just like, wow, what a fucking welcome, like we were in love (laughs) over the phone i mean from the second i met her she was drunk and i was turned off and it's just so crazy how we literally went from high school kids in love and everything that puppy love over the phone and when i seen her in person i was completely turned off disgusted like you need to drink some water because you're drunk and i don't like that like i don't even know you you know what i mean this is our initial meetup so even though we spent so much time talking on the phone i want that same energy in person i thought we were gonna talk as soon as we saw each other we were just gonna talk and you know be all over each other and probably fuck before we go to a party it was none of that she was drunk she was fucked up she was drunk that was my initial meeting of her drunk and um she ended up laying on the bed in a fucking coma falling asleep and i was really sitting there thinking about my life like what the fuck is what did i get myself into long story short she ends up waking up we go uh to miami strip we get some food you know get some food in her system because shorty is twisted and i'm just like 
why are you so drunk? Like, it's not even late at night. Like, I know we in Miami, but... So now I'm starting to feel like I need to catch up with her. And I don't like peer... I don't like pressure drinking. Um, I like to get in my zone naturally, but she was so fucking wasted. I felt like I had to catch up. So we ends up, we went to a restaurant. We drank some there. We ends up going to a liquor store, buying some more liquor. And I'm drinking to try to keep up with her. And then I realized, like, I'm not, I don't want to be drunk tonight. Like, I literally just got off the plane. I'm not trying to be drunk. Shorty was wasted. She took that little nap. She woke up and it was drink time again. She was throwing them drinks back like it was fucking water. And I'm just looking like, I know we in Miami, we at Sweet Heat, we here to turn the fuck up, but shorty, you just met me, you don't even fucking know me, like, why are you getting so drunk, you wanna try to have a decent conversation, at least, and it was none of that, <laughs> it was none of that, and, um, that's literally how my Sweet Heat experience was, it was horrible, I was in a situation with a drunk, drunk as bitch and i really like i cannot reiterate this enough i liked her so much before i met her in person i liked her so much i was telling people that i was close to me i'm talking about my friends who who a pain i value i said yo i think this might be a potential like me and shorty might be together like that's in person fuck no i'll never be with a drunk ass bitch <laughs> like you're drunk off the rip nah we can't there's nothing for us to be together and we literally ended up going to that hotel she was drunk she ends up falling out and i literally watched tv until i fell asleep i didn't go out that first night i didn't do anything because i got myself into a situation with a very inebriated woman that was night one. Day two, she wakes up. Okay, you're not drunk anymore, but you're hungover. Hi. Hello. <laughs> How are you? What's your name? Now we can fucking try to have a conversation because Shorty was drunk the whole first night I got there. I didn't even have a real conversation with her at all. It was no, how was your flight here? How was the party earlier? She was twisted. Um, This is when I really saw in person, like, Shorty's a drinker. Like, she puts them back. The next morning, I finally, you know, we finally get to chat. She's up now. Good morning. Now I can see her. You know, she looked pretty much the same as she did in her pictures and uh, the FaceTiming. There was just a few discrepancies <laughs> in person, but I'm not mean or bashful and I'm not going to focus on that. For the most part, she was attractive. A little different than the pictures. Um, she had got some work done on her body. I had never in my life been with a woman sexually or in, romantically in any way that had gotten, um, you know, work. And she had gotten a lot of work done. And I wasn't used to that. So the next day, seeing her sober and, you know, seeing her naked... I noticed like she had a lot of work done and it was just more than I expected. But I said, you know what? We're going to roll with it. We're going to go with it. I believe that second day she was going to a different event than I was going to in the daytime. But we were going to the same night party. So in the daytime, we ended up getting dressed. 
you know i told her i'll meet you back at the hotel later we went out separate ways i went to my party with the people i was in um the people i was in miami with i went to a day party she went to her day party i ends up texting her in the middle of the day let's say now it's like 6 p.m this is day two i asked her do you want to meet up for dinner yes she ends up meeting me at a specific location for dinner and when she arrives do i have to tell y'all no the fuck i don't you already know she was fucking drunk <laughs> she was drunk and i have been drinking too but i don't like sloppy drinking i don't like when your eyes are bloodshot red i don't like when your words are slurred that's not attractive it's not womanly and i promise i saw none of these qualities via phone she she never displayed you know how people say that you always give your best version um when you're when you initially meet someone you, you they're not really meeting you they're meeting you know they're meeting who you want to be i believe that she was nothing <clears throat> like the woman i was talking to for the last three or four weeks in person she was drunk and like i said i know we were in sweetie and we were there to have a good time i was there to have a good time and trust me i was drinking but i wasn't full down sloppy disgusting drunk and that is what i saw from this young woman we met for dinner on day two it was no different she was drunk um <laughs> we ends up having dinner we go back to the hotel to get dressed for our night party um and while we're at the hotel getting dressed we listening to music we smoking a few blunts i'm zoning her out now because i'm so unattracted in the way that she is carrying herself that i'm not we're not being affectionate there's no fucking romance there's no old all that is out the window because now i feel like i'm babysitting a grown-ass woman you are drunk you are reeking of alcohol you can't even stand straight and i don't know you but now i have to watch you and make sure you get from point a to point b to point b to point c because of the person that i am and i'm just like why am i babysitting a woman that i don't know that is drinking so irresponsibly and um this weekend is not going anything like i thought it was gonna go long story short we end up going to the night party sweet heat parties was popping i am not going to lie um the night party i had a good ass time at that party again she was drunk drunker than a motherfucker and i remember us leaving that party at one point I remember taking her physically taking her out of the cab um and that was when I was done I knew that um whatever whatever I thought it could have been whatever potential we had it was over um I knew that when I left Miami we weren't going to talk again. Um, I knew that any potential of us moving forward with our relationship, just over what she showed me in those few days, I knew that there was no chance. Um, she showed me a very irresponsible side. Um, I'm carrying her, literally carrying her out of the cab 
into the hotel. We are two women. Um, I don't care how tough or, you know, stud or whatever my personality is. I'm a woman. And when I'm in a different city, my goal is to be safe and to make it home. I am a mother. I want to go home. When I am with someone who is sloppy, drunk, irresponsible, fall down, can't even remember where their pocketbook is, where their phone is, you are making me just as unsafe as you because you are standing out anywhere we go. You're standing out and you're an easy target and I'm with you. It's just me and you. So I expect you to be able to hold your liquor like me because if me and you is together, you don't got to worry about nothing. I'm going to protect you. I'm going to ride for you. But don't put me into unsafe situations. I don't like that. And I felt like a lot of that was going on that weekend with just her irresponsible drinking. We're waking up the next day and she's talking about how did we get here? How did we get back to the hotel? I cannot deal with that because I didn't come down here to be nobody's babysitter. I came down here to turn the fuck up and to have fun, but in a very responsible way. I want to turn up and I want to make it back to New York City when this shit is over. And I just, I felt like a babysitter. I felt like it was exhausting and I honestly couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to get away from this bitch. Um, what ended up happening? Our final night together, <laughs> because I was over it. We woke up that morning, and what ended up happening? Why we were able to go out separate ways before my last night in Miami? Because I believe I stayed out there three, three and a half days. So my last night, I was scheduled to take. Uh, airplane back to new york city the next morning um we woke up that day she's sober so she's a little okay but she's hungover and i really don't like that because i'm taking care of you i have to order her soup i have to go find ginger ale if i, I don't want to do that we too grown as women I, I came here to have a good time not to babysit you so i'm already annoyed i cannot wait to get away from her i wish i would have kept my room because i wouldn't have to deal with her at all i would have been left and went to my own room and part of me still wanted to do that but i was just trying to ride it out with her since we already fucking did everything and i didn't want to be nasty but i really had no desire to spend the rest of my time with this woman at all i wanted to get away from her um <laughs> the last day we had she had the room booked this last night and what ended up happening is her car broke down in miami her car broke down and she wanted to get i believe it was an engine problem so it was a serious problem she wanted to get her car towed back to the city in florida that she was originally from and she asked me <laughs> to go back with her to that city that night my last night in sweetie there was no way <laughs> There was no way I was going to spend my last day in Miami going back to um, the part of Florida that she was from because her car broke down. It was no way. It was there that I said, you know what? She said, I want to leave. I want to go back home. Of course, she stressed about her car. She didn't even want to do the parties no more. This, mind you, this is our last night of sweet heat. It's a big party. I really wanted to go to. It's the finale. And she was just like, I'm over it. My car broke down. I want to go back home. I would not go with her. And she got very upset about that. Um, I, even me explaining to her, like, 
my flight is scheduled tomorrow morning she's like you could change your flight and leave from the airport that's closer to my city no way i didn't come out here to do that i came here for sweetie i came to turn the fuck up and have fun and be around hundreds of beautiful women and it ended up turning into the fucking vacation from hell i wasn't around multiple i mean i was at the parties but i couldn't flirt i couldn't have fun the way i want to because i got this woman on my hip that's fucking sloppy drunk and it was just a horrible experience she was so sloppy drunk we hardly were able to engage in any sexual activities because she's so drunk and it it was just a bad bad weekend long story short she ends up saying like well the hotel's already paid for she's like i'm going back to my part of florida she was like if you want to stay you can stay i'm leaving I didn't think twice. Goodbye. It was nice to meet you. Um, her car got back. Her car got towed back to her city. So she ends up taking an Uber back to her city. Like I said, she didn't want to party. She didn't want to do anything. She didn't want to do any more celebrations. She wanted to go home. Cool. I walked that woman down to her Uber. I said, text me when you get to your city. When you get home, which was like two hours away, I said, text me as soon as you get there. I'm sorry about what happened with your car. You know, express my sympathy. She got in that Uber. Um, I went back upstairs to the hotel room. Now I'm by myself. I'm so happy. Thank God. Yes. <laughs> I cannot be happier. Um, I got dressed for that final party and I took my ass outside and I had a good fucking time i finally enjoyed my last night in sweet heat i was there for three days having the worst experience and the night she decided that she was leaving i had the best night i got dressed in that room i went on that balcony i smoked myself a nice blunt i took my shower i got good it was nice and quiet nobody was drunk acting fucking stupid i took my shower I called my Uber. I went to that grand finale party by myself. And I had the time of my fucking life. I danced. I mingled. I met a couple of people. I put my name out there. Listen, my name is Rekka Ray. I'm from New York City. I'm a podcast of talking to people. Long story short, a female that lived in New York City who I had known on Instagram, but I've never met her in person as well. She was in Sweet Heat, and um, she had already told me that she had she was going to go to Sweet Heat, but because I had already met <laughs> the other girl, um, I already, like, I kind of, like, not even bumped her off, but I didn't even think I was going to see her. Um, but we end up being at the grand finale party together and I was by myself and she was with two of her friends that she came to Sweet Heat with from New York City. And, um, I think I remember posting something in my story about me being at the party and she DM me and she was like, where are you? I can't find you. And then I said, I DM'd her back. Meet me at the bar. This is our first time ever meeting in person. I had only, you know, connected with her via instagram and it was literally like some shit out of a movie she dm me i told her meet me at the bar as soon as i saw her i recognized her from her pictures i just walked up to her gave her a big ass hug like i missed her (laughs) i don't even know the girl and um 
you know, I end up buying her a drink and we talking, we dancing. She's good vibes. She introduced me to her two homegirls. Now we in the club, the four of us, we having a good time. You know, I never met her before cracking a little jokes. Oh, it's so good to finally meet you. She's making fun. Like, oh, I saw you came down here with a bae. And I told her, I was like, actually, it's my last night in Miami and I'm by myself tonight. And <laughs> she said, you are? I said, I am. And she was just like, so, are we leaving together? I was like, let me know when you're ready. I'm going to call the Uber. We danced a little while longer with her friends. And um, I remember her looking at me. She said, are you ready? I looked at her. I said, are you ready? She was like, I'm ready. Called that Uber. I took that woman right back to that hotel. And I know, I know this might be bad because it was Shorty's room. The, na- the room was in her name, all that. But she left a night early. So what did y'all think? What, what did y'all expect me to do? Of course, I had the room for a night to myself. A beautiful room on Miami Beach Street with a balcony. What the fuck did you expect me to do? Of course, I had company. <laughs> and um, I enjoyed my company very much. We got in an Uber. We went back. Um... You know, we smoked a blunt on the balcony and we ended up, shout out to you, you know who you is. (laughs) We ended up having the best one night stand of my life. Um, Yeah, shout out to you. Yes, she fucked me like she missed me. Um, She was, it was epic. It was amazing. I feel like we had so much chemistry and so much attraction from instagram and we would you know like each other's pictures in a fire symbol she would respond to certain shit i i would post or say you're funny you're this you're that but we never took it anywhere because she was in a relationship um <laughs> in new york city and i didn't want to pursue that um she told me she had gone to Sweet Heat because her and her partner were having problems and she wanted to get away with her girls. And that's why she was there. But um, we had never pursued anything online. We were really just IG friends and just on some real support and shit. And then when we met up in Miami, it was fucking fireworks. It was fireworks. We, we got it done. And um, the sex was amazing. And, you know, I, I'm not huge on one night stands but it was just one of those things where I felt like it was one of those reckless moments of my life where I was just blessed to be Rhea she was amazing I fucked on the balcony the bed the couch we just we really indulged in each other and we we really enjoyed that last night in Miami together and um I don't regret it I regret nothing. (laughs) I regret nothing. Not even my encounter with the drunk bitch. Because I feel like she um, made me realize things about myself. Even as far as me always feeling like I could never be in a long distance relationship. She made me open and receptive to love at any distance. Because if it feels right, if the connection is there, it doesn't matter where we are, um, how many miles apart. Like, I felt connected to that woman before I met her in person. And it's just so sad that our physical um, wasn't connected as our mental was or over the phone. But she was um, a great woman. 
over the phone in person a drunk bitch and i couldn't get with it and i was so she attacked me before i'm sorry to uh backtrack before i went to the club that night she had finally texted me because i think i believe it took her two hours to get home she had finally texted me and let me know that she made it home safely as soon as that woman texted me she had made it home safely i liked the message i liked it that you made it home and i never spoke to her again in my life I never spoke to her again. She never called me. I never called her. She never texted me. I never texted her. Um, I I didn't block her on Instagram, but I did take her off of my page, like so we could not follow each other anymore. I think it was one of the things she felt that she knew. I knew that we had nothing to talk about ever again. Um, I ended up checking out the next day. Um, saying my goodbyes to Shorty that I ended up spending the night with. It was amazing. I will see you in New York City. Um, nothing ever came about that relationship. We are not friends, but we still follow each other on the gram. And, um, she's still very supportive of my show. We never saw each other again, but we both agree that... That was an epic one night stand. And if you gonna bang out in fucking Miami, you gonna do it like that. <laughs> like, she blew my mind. And she, that was the best part of my trip. <laughs> and um, like I said, I regret nothing. And it was not so sweet heat in Miami, but it was an experience nonetheless. And it really just made me realize that. I just have to be more careful and be more mindful as my name begins to get more notoriety because women gotta be careful. <laughs> gotta be careful with these women. They they will put you in some situations. But I say all that to say I regret nothing. Um and guess what? I'm gonna do it again. Sweet heat 2022 look for a record rare near you i'm coming back and um i don't know what point of life i will be in may 2022 um i'm not one to predict futures i live my life each day i take what comes and um i'm just blessed to be here and i'm i'm looking forward to another sweet heat hopefully i got another story for (laughs) y'all and um yeah that's my testimony that's my story and not so sweet heat but you know what i regret nothing we the fuck out of here